Right. Just wait for Owen to uh, sort himself out. Here we go. Perfect. Okay. Excellent. Okay. Welcome to back. Uh, welcome. Yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back. We've been away for a little while. Um, yeah. Um, it's it's been. I'd say a less busy summer than I thought, to be honest with you, with the with obviously the signings of of Will Wright and and, and Sean Williams. Um, David, um, yeah, let's 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 kick it off then. Um, what, what what have you made? Let's start with Will Wright then. Um, yeah, what have you made? What have you made with for for the signing for him? It's a it's a tough one to judge for me, to be honest. I don't I don't watch much National League football. I watch the playoffs a bit, but nothing other than that. Um, I've done a bit of research on him. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So um, from the research I've done, apparently he predominantly plays right back, but can play centre back or CDM as well. Um, so that's quite that's quite good. For for me, that's a good sign that he's quite a versatile player. I think that's the kind of player that we we would be looking to have anyway. Um, you know, someone that can slot into both of those positions. Um, he's played he's played on loan at Colchester United previously. Um, had a had a trial with uh, Norwich as well, but and then signed properly for Colchester United. Then moved down into the National League with um, Dagenham Redbridge, and now obviously he's been let go and he signed for us. So um, he pay, I think he played like ninety eight percent of their minutes last year. Made forty three appearances and scored three goals from centre back. Uh, was their captain for a bit. He's still fairly young at 25, so there's plenty of development to go. Um, I think it's a positive sign-in, um, and I think this really speaks of the recruitment department as opposed to just going out and just, you know, trying to pick up any Tom, Dick and Harry. So it seems like, you know, there's some thought behind this one. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, Neil Harris mentioned about Will Wright and, and said that he was he was incredibly good on the, on the football. Um, dead pieces, he was... He, he, he was phenomenal as well um, in terms of corners and, and, and free kicks as well. And a, a lot of Dagenham fans have, have said that he's said that he's a, he's a ball-playing centre-half. Um, does that suggest to you what way Neil Harris wants to build that build that Gillingham side next year? I hope it does. I think we've all been a bit accustomed to the uh, classic hoof ball that came in when, uh, when Evans was here. Big hoof from uh, Amor, sucker towards the day and see what happens. When I'd like to see us get the ball down a bit more, obviously. You want centre backs who are able to play play the ball long or play with their feet and have a plethora of ways of playing the ball out from defensive. <laughs> but at the same time, you don't want to have someone who's a bit too overconfident and might get caught. But I think it's very helpful when you've got a centre half that's able to to pass the ball well, which is something he said in his um his interview when he joined. He likes to spray passes about and get the ball moving from uh, defensively up the pitch. So that's a nice positive to have. Obviously, if you're someone his age, as David was saying, there's a lot of potential there. And Someone like Neil Harris will only aid his his um, journey to becoming a better player throughout time. Hopefully, with us as well, that be that be shown in, uh, in in the coming seasons to come. And he can be a, as good a player as he is now with so many appearances at such a young age. He can push on and be maybe the ideal Tucker replacement. If, even if he's a little bit older, he still will have that potential uh, resale value due to his age. If he if he turns out to be of good use to us, maybe there's a hefty fee for for us in the future. Hopefully. Um, he does some good work with us before that, and we can see the best of him. Yeah, David. I mean, he, he comes at a good age of uh, uh, twenty-four. Um, like, like we've obviously mentioned before, that 
Um, he's he's played multiple games for Dagenham Rovers. He's he captained them as well. Um, that suggests to, to me that obviously he comes with he comes with obviously experience, but he also comes with leadership qualities. Um, that's that's vitally important of the heart of that Gillingham defence next season, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think we've kind of with, with both of the signings we've looked at. I think there's a there's definitely some similarities in terms of leadership qualities and looking for you know sort of people that are kind of kind of take control, take control of the dressing room and, and be be quite a key influence within there. Um, yeah, I mean, this speaks of someone that not only I think you know it's fair to say as as Owen has alluded to, it's a Tucker replacement potentially, um, more than likely though. Um, but I think also it does speak to kind of the onus of that he wants a similar player to Tucker, but maybe someone who's a bit more advanced in his age in terms of his development and, and someone who has previously played his craft in, in League Two. And, and for me, the admiration, there's a certain amount of admiration that comes from someone who's dropped down a league to, to prove what they've got to then push themselves uh, back up to, to League Two, so it's uh, it'll be good to good to see what he's got for us actually, and uh, it shows that he's got a bit of determination and, and heart to to drop down that league and 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 then work his way back up. Yeah, I mean, a lot of obviously questions come come with obviously picking players from non-league. A lot a lot of questions are then asked. Oh, all right, okay, well, is that the route we're going down? Are we signing non-league players? Um, and I think I think one obviously case. Is, is is quite quite apparent is that we obviously picked up a, in terms of defensively with Simon King from Barnet um the year obviously we signed him and look look how well he turned out is is it a case of not 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 judging a book by its cover when it comes to when it comes to players when they come from lower down well, it's interesting. I can't actually think of that many non-league players who've signed in recent years. I know I'm sure I'm sure one of you two will think will name me about ten off the back of your head now just from me saying that but off the top of my head, I can't actually remember that many. So I don't think we've actually dipped into that market in yeah. a while. I think, to be honest, you, the difference between, if you've watched any of the any of the playoff games in the National League, the difference in quality between National League and League 2 really isn't as big as people might think it is because it is the whole or non-league and league difference. It really isn't. And I think we've got to remember now that we have been relegated that these are the sort of you know markets where we're shopping in now because we're not going to be... You know, taking uh, paying fees for well for anyone, let alone a, the team above us. But I think there's there's definitely potential in a signing like Will White, especially. I know people say he comes from nationally, but he's played 140 odd games for a Dagman side at 24 years old. He's captain them. He's played in the uh, in uh, the football league before Colchester, albeit it didn't sound like it was for a particularly long time. But he has that experience under his belt, and obviously. He, he comes here with, with experience in game, which is great. And obviously, as I said, I don't think the gap is that big between League Two and, and, and the National League. And Nicky Shaw and Neil Harris um, obviously have seen something in him from watching him a few times since um, our season ended and their one kept on going. And if Neil Harris looks at him and thinks that he's someone worth getting in and he is, is going to be a good, good player to have, then I think I'm all for it. And I know people... People will judge someone as in their first. I'm sure after he's played ten minutes of the first game we we have in the league, people will start to um have their opinions on him pretty quickly. But for me, I think I'm very very excited to have him in. It's definitely good to have, uh, you know, who's who's young. He's already got a lot of experience at that age, and now this will be the biggest test that he's had, I suppose, because when he was at Colchester, he didn't have too much in terms of opportunities in the EFL. So this is a big big opportunity for him and hopefully a big 
big player that we'll have this season. Yeah. Um, David, obviously, Neil Harris mentioned about um, he, he did quite a good sit-down interview um, last week. Where it was about 12 or 13 minutes long with the Jules Media team. And he mentioned about um, there might be some signings that will be young, then it will be experienced, then young, then experienced. And he likes to get that blend of youth and experience. Um, how, just how vital is that ahead going into the season where we didn't have a lot of that last year? We had kind of bodies almost thrown together and everyone would, was trying to see how many how many signings he could make. Um, yeah, just how important is it getting that blend? Well, uh, yeah, I think it's vitally important. I mean, not only do you want youth and, and experience in terms of both ends of the spectrum, I think you need some kind of players in the middle as well. And I think we've got a few of those at the moment. Um, but I think you do you do definitely need some youth. Um, it, like, you know, whether that's signing for the academy or whether that's, you know, bringing some younger players in, um, I think that's important. And I, I suppose we'll get onto the signing of one one player on a permanent contract uh, in that respect uh, from the academy. Um, but actually, then the other signing that we've also made is really important because it's like, you know, you need those experienced heads to to help guide and mentor those younger players. But actually, you also need those younger players to kind of bring that fight and that hunger as well. Um, and I think, you know, both, well, mo multiple of those things are things that we kind of really lacked last season. Um, we didn't really have too much fight and drive and, and push. Um, so I think these are kind of definitely things that we need to instill. And I think, you know, when you look at the kind of characteristics of the signings that are being made so far, um, you can certainly get an idea of what Harris is looking to build. And, and I think, you know, it's becoming more and more obvious when, when we know that he's, he's going to play in a 4-4-2, it, it gives us more of an idea about the kind of players that he's probably now looking to target moving forward and where we're going to go. Um, certainly some unexpected signings so far, but not signings that I'm particularly unpleased with. So, Yeah, so you just mentioned there, um, one of the signings, um, one of the three, should we say? Um, I guess you could class Bailey as kind of a signing um, on a professional contract. But one of the signings that wasn't at the football club last season is now at the football club. Is ex Millwall and Portsmouth um, defensive midfielder Sean Williams. Um, obviously played under Neil Harris before, um, and, and and knows the Jewish manager um, and how he works. Um, Owen, I'll come to you first about Sean Williams. Um, obviously, thirty-five years of age. Um, but played just over 30 games for Portsmouth in League, in League One last year. Um, thoughts, what are your thoughts on the signing? Yeah, very, very excited for it. He was one that I uh, pinpointed in one of the episodes we did towards the back end of the season. So I'll take that one, although I did also have Carl Wooten on it as well, and he's just gone to Stockport. So one win, one else. But uh, <laughs> he's, he's someone who, it was interesting in his interview, I don't know if either of you have, uh, or anyone watching has listened to his, his interview after he signed, he actually mentioned about how Harris tried to get him in on a deadline day in January, but obviously, given he only had like what was it six, seven hours, it wasn't wasn't possible to get it in. But I think he's someone that's going to bring a lot of experience. Left-footed midfielder, which you don't see of, he's able to spray a pass. He's commanding. He's been in brilliant teams in the past. He's in the Millwall team that obviously got promoted to the Championship. He's had uh, I think it's uh, three hundred and thirty plus uh, professional appearances. I think around that number, majority of which have been in been in the Championship. Who's obviously a good indicator as well. When you put him next to someone uh, like Stuart O'Keefe, it's obviously two leaders there already from the from the get go. And obviously, I think last season when we were listening to Neil Harris talking, he cut quite a frustrated figure in, in some of his 
post-match interviews where he was talking about players needing to step up and take leadership and take responsibility and it seemed to be, to be just Stuart O'Keefe who that landed on and no one else seemed to be able to step up so it's imperative for us to get someone of that ilk in to not only compliment um, Stuart in a professional playing wise but also with the leadership qualities as well what he's uh, He's obviously been around the block, as I say, he's got that spicy experience that we need. And I think we're starting to see a bit of a, um, hopefully see a bit of a spine of a team start to build. Now, obviously, as David was saying, it's incredibly important to have the blend of um, youth and experience because I think that's what makes uh, any good team as good as they can be. You look at our team, uh, that one League Two last summer in there, the experienced heads of Dion Burton, Adam Barrett's, um, you know, Danny Kedwells, Andy Frampton's, these were players that had been there and done it in probably got us over the line in that year and also we had the brand of experience with you know Bradley that coming through and, and players like that so it, it's it's a sign I'm very excited for I'm sure we'll fit in well we know what Neil Harris wants from him from experience and I think yeah it's going to be it's going to be one of them where you know there might be games where we're struggling to get through and having someone like that in the middle who's been there and done it might be the difference in those sort of games yeah David obviously some people have some believe people have obviously posed the question about the age thing, um, being 35. Um, but I just put it down to the fact that we had a 36-year-old in Dion Burton that almost, well, pretty much played a part in firing us to the League Two title in, in 2013. Um, when it comes to age, when it comes to experience um, and, and know-how, is it just kind of an age is just a number with some footballers? I mean, it can be. I mean, I think in this particular case, um, you know, you, you can you can bring the whole age thing into into the conversation, but I suppose you're only as old as you feel, aren't you? And I think he's still he's still clearly fit enough. Uh, last year he played 31 games in League One, which you know isn't a isn't a mammoth amount, but you know if he can be managed right, and Harris knows him, so he'll know how to manage him. I don't know whether they'd necessarily play him and O'Keefe in the same team as well. So it could be that you know yeah. he's sort of a rotation option for O'Keefe, which for me would would make a lot of sense as well. Um, that, you know, they can kind of both rotate, he'll get time here and there. But I think for me, the the real importance of his signing is what he can offer off of the pitch as well as that kind of on the pitch. I don't expect him to play every single game. You know, he's played 31 in, in League One. I'm, yeah, um, not, yeah, not for sure expecting them uh, to... Yeah, I'm not expecting him to, as I said, yeah, not expecting him to play every single game. But I think what's really important is this is another player that can not only play centre mid, but he can play DM. He can also, like, you know, he can do a job in centre back as well. So I think, you know, we're seeing a lot of characteristics here where we're looking at players that have got leadership qualities, uh, versatile with a few different positions and, and you know, have a bit about them, really. Um, and, I, you know, yeah. For me, this is something of a coup. Actually, we, we've got a player. You know, sure, he's thirty-five, but he's a left-footed player that was playing in, like in League One last year. We're, we're now in League Two, and it just shows the pulling power of Harris and his some of his connections, doesn't it? Really? Yeah, and we did, and we did say that in the, in 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 towards the back end of the season, where um, we well, well, certainly in our last episode, that we, once we've been relegated, that that that. That I think um, some of the signings that we end up making this summer will be down to the fact that Neil Harris is our is our manager. Um, I mean, um, yeah, David obviously raises a very very good point about Stuart O'Keefe and Sean, uh, and Sean Williams. We obviously want to see them play together, um, and they are two two massive leaders in our football team. Um, but the fact of the matter is that we're going to need legs around them, aren't we? We can't obviously 
it, it depends. Obviously, if Harris ends up going for a 4 3 3, which he might well do, he might play a three, we're going to lead legs. If he goes for a 4 4 2, it's, it's going to be risky playing them together, isn't it? Yeah, it will be. We need, we need some youth run. Obviously, it's, 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 we, my mind goes to them playing together straight away because we haven't got many midfielders available right now. And it's only the second sign we've made. I think we need big young legs around them. I hear uh, Ben Thompson's quite a decent little player. So maybe that's someone we got this window. Who <laughs> hasn't signed for a new club, by the way? So I knew Harris did say we were still having negotiations. So maybe that's drag, the more that drags along, the more positive it might be in terms of an outlook. But yeah, we're going to, we're going to need younger players around them. Obviously, we're going to need, players to complement each other I can't you know think of players off the top of my head who I might want to bring in in that sense other than Ben Thompson I think there's when we've only signed two players you know there's obviously a lot, a lot more to come and you know, maybe there'll be another full Millwall link that will that will turn up although if there was one that I would want I'd look towards um Aidan O'Brien who um I know he's not a midfielder as such but he's been um subject of a lot of Portsmouth fans trying to get him to sign a new deal but they're board manager don't seem too convinced maybe we could potentially nip in and that is not a league two player i know maybe i'm just thinking a bit pie in the sky but that'd be one i'd be interested in um but yeah i think i don't think they'll play together all season i think as david says they will probably be more chop and change than, than next to each other it just depends on who we who we bring in but as me and james mentioned on the way here we pre-season starts i think next wednesday or next thursday or something like that so around 10 days time from now so obviously given the, the lack of players we've got. We've got the seven who uh, are under contract but might not be here come the start of the season. And then I suppose we're going to have uh, Tucker here, maybe not for that long because his contract's up in the beginning of July, but he might be here for, might do pre-season here until he finds a club. But, you know, we're going to need we're going to need bodies. So I expect hopefully an influx of players this week, next week, and then might have a more gradual idea of where we're at in terms of uh, players and positions available. Um, David, finally, obviously, on the players um, that that aren't, aren't weren't under contract but are, are now are, um, Bailey Akehurst obviously signed his first professional contract um, with the football club. Um, I mean, yeah, obviously, firstly, congratulations, Bailey. He, he he featured a number of times for the first team, certainly under Evans. Um, I know he he come on against Sunderland against Sunderland under Harris. Um, at the back end of the season as well. Um, yeah, just give us your initial thoughts on Bailey signing the contract. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it's a it's a promising signing, but equally, I think we've got to little, be a little bit tentative here. Um, obviously, he was in and around the first team last year. So for me, I would have assumed that when you're kind of in that space, that's when you start to be in your breakout year, um, maybe making some more appearances off the bench. So I was a little disappointed about how much he actually featured last year. Um but I think, you know, if I'm honest, I'm not entirely convinced yet. I think, um, you know, we've got to got to see what he can offer us this season. And I suppose we've dropped down the league into League Two. So I'd expect him to maybe be a squad rotation player this year, um, as opposed to necessarily a nailed on starter. I'd, I'd be quite worried if we're signing a youth, like we're getting a youth player to sign a professional contract and then immediately jumping straight into the first team for, for a starting role. Um, I, but I don't think that's the kind of, way Harris would be directing anyway, unless, you know, he has some sort of ridiculous preseason that none of us are expecting. But um, yeah, I think it's a positive signing that we're signing from the academy. And actually, a lot of fans will probably dislike it because it's not a big star. But at the same time, we've been talking for years about how, you know, we need to live within our means. And and part of that is about developing our own players and developing our own academy players. Um, Jack Tucker took a bit of time to, to 
blood in and I'm sure Akehurst will be no different. It'll take him some time, you know. We'll find out this year whether he's good enough or not in a, a lower division. Yeah, I, I mean, David Ray is a good point, isn't it? Is that we've been mentioning him for years about it's about it's about time a manager actually uses our academy and actually looks within. Um, we've seen numerous of times our academy has, has flourished. Obviously, Tucker coming through, Bradley Dak coming through, Matt Jarvis coming through. Um, you can you could just carry on naming them the, the players Jake Hessenthaler the ones that have come through and actually featured for the first team. It's it is actually nice to see a manager believing in our academy and believing in the talent that is is in it. Yeah, I mean he did get rid of two of them to be fair. Stitto and uh, Linto. I wasn't I wasn't too convinced about Stitto to be honest. I think that was the right decision. I would have liked to have seen uh, Harvey Linto get another deal. Uh, considering we don't have any right backs, though, and I thought he was someone who was quite impressive. But yeah, it's good. It's good to see. You know, we have Josh Chambers as well. He has uh, yet to sign a, a new contract. From what I hear and what I understand, he, he potentially might not be doing that. He might be heading elsewhere. But I think it's, it's good to get players out there. I think he's very keen when he came in to talk about the infrastructure of the club needs improving, and he mentioned the the youth team and that and the youth setup and getting more out of it than perhaps it other managers or have been able to do in recent years perhaps it's been a bit neglected in that sense but obviously there's there's talent all around you just need to make sure you're right you've got the right people in there developing it and then seeing where it can end up so obviously bailey i, I, I agree with david I, i'm not sure i expect him to be coming in and being a starter for the first game of the season because at the minute it's just him and titonda isn't it in terms of left back so i'd like us to bring another one in because with all due respect, I don't really see either of them being starters for us next season. I'd like to think we can get another one in who is a ready-made starter for next season, but I'll have to wait and see on that. So, Bailey, I'm sure he'll he'll only get better under Neil, and hopefully he can have a, a good a good little season where he gets some minutes. Yeah, um, David. Obviously, we'll 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 um, we'll move on. We we'll move on to to obviously what Harris has has been saying um, ahead of ahead of pre-season and bringing the players back and, and getting the blend right. And, and what, and he, he, he moaned a little bit about agents and things like that. And, and, and they were, they were mucking him around. And, and, but he, he, some of his quotes he was saying was that he, he want, he, he noticed he was watching a lot of league two games and national league games um, at the back end of the season and noticed that the teams up there in the top six were certainly in league two were powerful, mm-hmm. athletic, tall, and and ready to kind of bully teams almost is do, do, but for the for the signings that he's made they're they're both very technical signings um, where they're, they're they're ball playing players and they're going to get the ball down and 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 be technical with it. Do you think that Harris is going to looking at the signings going to maybe go the other way where instead of getting kind of caught into the battle of tall and powerful sides and athletic sides, he's going to try and maybe. Beat them on a beating them on a, te- a technical part of it. Um, it's a good question. I think at this point in time, we'd have to see a few more signings to to fully know that. Um, but I think given the players we've got, I'm not sure whether we've got the full capability to play in that way. I mean, I expect us to play typically a Harris team in in the past has played a four four two flat. Um, so I'm expecting that sort of setup, but there's no reason why that couldn't be sort of a pressing. It, it tends to be quite a pressing 4-4-2 as well. So you've got to have quite naturally fit and energetic players as well. Um, but I, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we get, I mean, obviously we have to get a few more bodies in um, anyway. 
but I, I would imagine that over the next week or so we'll probably have a number of signings but alluding to what you mentioned a moment ago I think you know silly season comes around every year you just don't necessarily hear too many managers talk about it do you where you know obviously contracts are, are coming to an end and, and sort of it's getting into that point perspective but it for me, it'll either be this week or it'll be the week of the, um, I think it's the 4th of July, that sort of week, because that'll be the week after the, all the contracts tend to end on, on the 30th of June. So that'll be the week I imagine that there'll be quite a few deals that are coming through or announced. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, actually, if we've got a few that are in the works right now. We're just waiting for the confirmation of, of waiting for that deadline and we might announce a few few at that point. I know last year we, we tended to bulk bulk announce uh, across yeah. across a day so um i wouldn't be surprised if we we try and do that again but i'd like to think that harris is a bit more kind of clued up maybe than than evans in certain respects but you know you've you've got what you've got to work with and um it is what it is but yeah um things look okay right now um but i think with the signings the the good thing is that Yes, they're technical players, but they've got a bit of height about them. So we could play in, like, you know, they're going to be physical. Like, they are players that are physical. They are going to be battling. Um, it's, I don't think they're players that are going to particularly sit down and, and take it like some of the players we had last season did. So uh, it's uh, it's promising. But, yeah, let, let's just see who else we choose to get in and, and what else what else happens because it's hard to judge it on, on a minority of signings. Okay, we'll have to wait and see. Um, gents, thank you for this evening. Um, yeah, let's wait and see who what what Neil Harris brings in in the next week or so. Um, and yeah, obviously the boys are back to pre-season next week, so ho hopefully we'll have some more news. Um, yeah, thank you for joining us. Um, you've been listening to the ME7 podcast as we are back for the 2022-23 season. All aboard the Neil Harris promotion train, maybe. <laughs> Good evening. Yeah.